Okay, today's Daf is Daf Gimel, and, he, and <clears throat> the last year we were discussing when one of the grapes matures, does that, imp- how much does that impact? Does it impact the cluster? Does it impact the row? And the last shit we saw was it impacts the entire carrot, meaning, meaning the way we explained it uh, uh, last year, based on that once one grape has reached that stage of maturity, it's a raya that the kulam, that all the rest in the cluster, all the vineyard, or depending how, how far you extend it, has already is ra'uik satla That's how we sort of tried to rationalize yesterday or last year. So haya keren katan. What if it was a small keren? Va'asau gado. And the person pur- purchased a field right next to it, another vineyard. So it doubled in size. O gado va'asau katan. It was double, it was quite large, and he sold half of it. Echad va'asau shtaim or one, and he made him two. Shtaim va'asau echad. Same idea. The question is, what is that? Does that single gar, does it change what that single grape impacted meaning if you suddenly double in size does now that single grape maturity impact the newly acquired karen that were now doubled it in size um one second i'm just getting um some feedback sorry or or does or does it not or similarly if once he sells half of it does it no longer impact it's the other half that didn't have any indication yet um that's that's kind of the, that's the, kind of the question is it now chibur for the whole kerem? Or dilma eno chibur ele la kerem? Or maybe it's a kerem only for the kerem. It was kamo shayam itchila in the beginning. Or gadova sa'ar katam. Maybe it was large and he made it small. Shemachar chetzi karmo le echad lacher. Maybe tell ha chibur. Does it now de- like almost dissect it, uh, detach it, so it's not considered chibur to that original grape, uh, etc. Right. That's left as a question. Now shmuel alar dalach nikra. Nikra. Now we're back to the issue of um, the sakana. Like we saw by Mike, we had a whole sugar in Mayim in the last Masechta. But this is also, we talked about Nikurim. This is the fact that if the, we have a vegetable or something that has some holes in it, the concern is maybe a snake bit into it and left some venom. And that was Mishum Sakana Meriraso. So, Delach Nikro Bebet Avia. So, in other words, this is a pumpkin that is still attached to the ground. And it's in a, in a, it's in a importantly, it's in a guma. We say, Kolota Guma Asura. The entire guma is impacted by it, meaning all those. Pumpkins within within that same hole are going to be asked to eat. Why is that? I read, read the Rosh Tzurilu. It says, "There's kolim aruga asurim. Shakol has seraf mitat." The concern is the venom might have gone and and been impacted and drawn into the pumpkins as well. Right? Even if it's another root, we're still concerned. So that's that's the concern here that we're concerned that it's going to um, maybe the venom is going to impact the other pumpkins even though they don't have preparations. So he says after michpadot timra can we have the same issue by michpadot timra we explain michpadot is lashon of like a broom. So we said almost like the branch that holds these little shoots if you like not shoots like small branches that I showed you pictures in the past of how they grow. Okay, that would also be the same idea that that could all be impacted by one nikur. Sam rebiosi shal shal yonatan becharsha ish ginisar et rabban gamliel. So Nikurei Retev here, Retev, it refers to like the Tmarim Narutuvot. So it's like fresh, juicy, if you like, dates. And you find that, uh, that they have Nikurim, they've got holes in it. Mahem, Amalem, Koloto Dekel Asu, the entire palm is Asu, the whole date tree. Now, why is that? The case is not like we've just seen before. Let's be clear. The Gemara is going to now qualify it. That we've been talking about before that one pumpkin was impacted, impacts all of them in the same, same, uh, same hole. 
or one date, and of Kolmich Bada was uh, the whole branch, if you like, was impacted. Now we're saying, when it's saying the whole deck of all trees impacted, that's a different case. Now, there's a case is not like we just explained. The case is rather where you've got a whole date tree that's got holes in it. All of them got holes in it. Now, you might think the Havamina is that what? No snake in its right mind, or it's, or it's not right mind, but in, is it possible that it alone could, would have eaten and, and impacted all these tamarium. So what caused this? all these holes? It must be like a whole swarm of birds came and had dinner there. Okay? That must be it. So you might have the Havamina that we don't have to worry about any of them. Kamash Malan, what? Do we have to be, since it's possible that a snake may have had one of them, and again, Chumas Sakanta Misura, we're so concerned by this Sakana, like we saw in the previous Masechta, Nonetheless, the hole we have, we have to consider. In other words, there is a rational reason why they have hole that isn't related to a snake, but since some of them could be impacted by a snake, we have to be concerned. That's the idea. Rabbi Yonah B'Shem, Rabbi Shimon Chassidah says, Nikurei Retev Bavihem Asur. It's true, Nikurei Retev Bavihem would still be Asur. However, Rabbi Nohagim Bahem Eter, but most people aren't choshish for it. The Inu Nisukina, no one has, hasn't resulted in any fatalities as a result. Okay? It's one of these things that Shuma Pateim, I think. Okay, let's continue. Harim Shimasu. Now, we've, uh, we were discussing in the Mishnah the stage when it's first Ra'ula Achila. What the Gemara is going to do now is uh, elaborate on each of these ones and explain it. So what's Harim Shimasu? No, so, Shimasu, yeah. So, Rebbe Zira B'Shem Rebbe Yosa, Mishiyit Ma'ech Ha'ochel Tachet Yadol. That's when you can sort of start, the way we explain the Mishnah, Mit Ma'ech Tachet Yadol, we said that, that is like it is... Um, that uh, says, You can squeeze and some sort of juice will start coming out. Okay, that's why I explain the Mishnah. Once it grows, what's Mechetza? The Grahi explains half of So it grows half the size. Okay, um, there's going to be problems with that because uh, we're going to bring a proof why that is in a moment. But Reb Chaim says, I don't understand. That which we wrote in the past, that all these shurim, the kol hanishurim damatnitim, have been shurim that reaches a shlish of its development. Because generally shlish is when it's considered ochel. Here we find by these pomegranates that we've got a shita that says actually when it reaches half, that's when it's considered ochel. So that seems to go against the uh, the shita rishonim that seem to say that all these shirim that we that we've been discussing when it goes when it loses its hair when it goes red when it, you know all the different shirim about different foods that with in the past we've been saying that means a shlish but here we seem quite clear mechetza. But in any event, where where do we see that the the, the lashon of she masu means mechetza? So Rabbi Yonah by Dilma Mada Amrei Degadata Havashmiyala because it's Achino Hemasu at Lavaveinu. This relates to well Miraglim. This week's Parsha Shlach, but this is the recounting in Sefer Dvarim that there Hemasu at Lavaveinu. What do I mean Hemasu at Lavaveinu? Palgun Lavaveinu. They split our our hearts. Okay, that in a shavru v'chalku at lavein Reb Chaim says. So therefore, that we see Hamasu is as a shon of mechalek or chetzi. Palga. So therefore, that's the understands. Hemasu meaning Mishi Masu at the Rimon Mishi Masu means it reaches Chetzi Bishula. Or Chetzi of their growth, I should say. Hatmar Mishiatilu Seor. What does it mean Shiatilu Seor? When it, when we said in that time, that's when it, uh, Seor literally means a sourdough or the, the leavening agent. So that means Rabchia Barva says, Amar Mishimale Hacheretz. So we said when it starts puffing up. Here it says, Mena Cheretz. 
The cheret seems to be hatmarim. The Reb Chaim says betchilat gidulam when they start growing, there's a charit. It's sort of like a a, a ditch or a, a crack in them. Um, and when it ripens, that starts filling out. That's what's referring to. So Reb Yona Bayi manan kaimim. What's this case? Im mishid malehacheretz is novloti. What's the case? I don't understand. What mishcheretz? If it's talking about in its that mishcheretz, what when it's mishcheretz is a milavlotim. Then, if it's the early stage, novloti, Reb Chaim says. Now, the thing, the word of novlot we've seen in Mishnahs before. These refer to these um, dates that sort of uh, that um, fall from a tree, right? They've been blown off or fall from a tree. So he says, according to Reb Chaim, that's kfar bishlulagamre. It's already considered fully ripe. Whereas actually, Rashi takes the opposite extreme. Novlot, the understanding is that they're not even considered a pre. It's not considered ochel. So the opposite extreme. However, if it reached the stage where the pip could slide out from the, is not going to be attached to the actual fruit itself, then it's fully ripened. So, so what is, we still need a shear to determine what is considered the ripening of Tamarim. So, which means, in other words, if you collect them and they're not ripe yet, however, if you spread them out to dry, if they would ripen simply by leaving them in the sun, then you know that it's reached a shlish of bishulo. That's sort of a more of a um, clear mark in terms of what the, what's considered shlish bishulo in terms of what is considered Okay. We said by peaches when it starts growing these literally sinews or these streaks, these red streaks. He says, That's exactly what I said to you. Then it starts developing these sort of streaks of bread. These are like nuts, walnuts, or, and um, and shkedim uh, almonds. So, Reb Yossi Amar HaEgozim VaShkedim Meshiasu Klipa. So, that was on the Mishnah. One understanding is when it seems to separate from the outer shell, and it seems to be a lot of sort of um, shaking. You could shake it inside it. And now they're understanding when it develops a Klipa. What's this Klipa? Amru BeKlipa Tachtona. Like we explained in the Mishnah before, that's when it develops the 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 inside shell, not the hard outside, but the inside inside that's smuchala ochel. And when you crack up a nuts, there's another little shell around the nut itself. That's what we're referring to. Modim chachalim rebiyoda that rechachim would agree with rebiyoda of this stage that it's inside shell. The iltin afistikin that it's drublin. Um, these are all different types of nuts. First is a type of cashew. No, if, if, um, afistikin is actually pistachio. Sorry, first time is iltzerin is. Um, is a type of pistachio. Both types of pistachios, another type of nut. That's also Meshiasu Klippa when they form this internal Klippa. Okay, next. That's the way we read in the Mishnah. says, Tani Rebichina Bar Papa Shilshulam Hichanatan. In other words, despite the fact we talked about when the it's considered a pre, that's when it starts going black. The Shilshulan, when it starts making Shalshalot, meaning it looks like a Shalshal, like a chain. That's considered when it's it's chanata, and according to Rabbi Chaim, that's he understands that that's when it's it's habaat shlish when it's filled the third. Okay, fine. For kol ashchorim, anything that's black, kon in behadas in esaneh. What are type of black foods? Either the berries we find on myrtle trees or other bushes. We say mishyanaktu. That's tani rebchachinena bar papa mishyasun nikudot nikudoshchor. When it starts developing these small black dots, that's when you know it's already reaching its earliest stage of ra'ul achila. Hapreshin, what a preshin, these are, uh, Reb Chaim says, no, Reb Chaim, sorry, the Gemara says, is praglim. Miss praglim is like a quince or a plum or something. Balamani kra preshin, why they're referred to as preshin? Sheinacha min ilan shu parish lekdeira elazubilvad. 
What's parish the Kedera? This is uh, the way Marafuld explains it. He says, Mashpiach al Bishul becomes edible and nicer through cooking. That's a t- that that is that's why it's called the parishing because it's parish the Kedera. And Rav Hain goes even further. He says, It's become edible through through cooking. Okay, let's continue going through our list of fruit, if you like, in the uh, Mishnah. But kolalavanim, anything that's anything, any um, white type of fruit, kagon ilan marfayata. Now, Rashi says, I don't know what that is. Marfulda says, It's min prishyesh alev nutzak kodem bishulam, which is basically what we're describing the Mishnah, those kinds of white fruits. It has some sort of like a layer of hair on it prior to its maturity. Okay, we says Mishia Krichu. That's when it loses its hair, that's when you know it's right. So Rabhinabar Papas, Amar Mishia Su Krichu Krichu Lavanot. He says, even when it starts. Sounds, sounds like lychee. Possibly, yeah. Okay. Um, so Mishia Su Krichu Krichu, the Lavanot. This is, um, he says, that's when it's uh, already when it starts have patches of baldness on it. That's what he says. So Tanareb Shimon Ben Yochai, Mir Stilu Mai, Mishilu Mai means when you can start getting some mashka out of it. Okay. So, he tried to, he was about to pass in like Rechina Papa, that even though it was patchy, meaning only patches of baldness on this fruit. So, one second, that might not necessarily be due to any, the, the patchy nature of it might not be due to its maturity. Could be that it's resulting in worms. Because if it matured, all the hair would come off. And not just in a patch-like manner. So therefore, he he wasn't happy to rely on Rechina Bar Papa that the simon is when it starts like developing these patches of baldness, if you like, or, or the hair falls off in certain areas. Okay, Hatil Tzan, we said this fenugreek. That's mechitismach or tatzmiach. What is that? What does that mean? So kene matnita kadesh tizra batitzmach. That's when it can be, as I explained in the Mishnah. That's filtered when it can be replanted and then grow. You take the seeds from it and grow. That's when you know it's reached its its state of. Uh, being defined as ochel. So Ketzer Obadek, how do you know? You have to plant it and wait for it to grow. So Reb Shmua Bar Nachman B'Shem Rabbi Yonatan says, "Not tell Melokum." So you take a handful, but not tell the Tachsaf Shemay. You put it in a bucket of water. Im Shaka Ruba Chayevet Vim Laftura. Now what it sounds like here is that if a majority of it sinks to the bottom, then you know it's reached that stage. But if not, then it's patu. So Rabbi Yonah Bayi Matzigamata to understand. Masha Shike Yechayev or Masha Loshika Yepatu. If, if if sinking is a measure, then say that those are sunk to the bottom are considered ochel de chayev and those are floated at the top are not. So which is interesting, by the way, because Ram Chaim says, Michan we can bring a proof that in our Mishnah we talked about one great maturing as a siman for the entire cluster, or one, and also we said the similar thing by Rimon, that must only be for those foods. But everything else, you don't say that one is a siman for the rest. Say, Ella, no, what are we talking about? Ella Babrov, Preda or Preda Tamrit. We're talking about not whether a majority of that which you threw into the water sinks, but each individual one. If a majority of it starts sinking in the water, then you know it reaches maturity. Okay, fine. So, in other words, it's not floating, it's starting to start, it's almost like starting to sink, I guess. So, Amra Biosi Barbun, Vecheni Barov, also Vecheni Barov, Preda Preda Tamrit. He also holds that same, that's also the measure. So, Amra Zira, Ktiv Aser Taser Kwazarecha, Tevashu Nizra Umatzmiach. In other words, where do we the whole the, the fact that the Torah says you should, should take Maiser from that to Wadzarecha means that it's something that can be replanted and grows. That's when the Chiyuv of Maiser begins. Yatzad that excludes something that's Israel So that's where we understand that's where we get the understanding that Shlish is the, the mark of when is something is Chayvet Trumas Amasra. Let's continue. 
Zaitim and Anabim, so these are olives and grapes, that have not yet reached a third of the maturity. Even the liquid that comes out of it, normally from this, that would be oil and wine, but we say, take out the word lachshir, or the grad takes out, ain machshir. Meaning it's not considered even, since it's not considered ochel, the liquid that comes out of it's not considered mashka either, that it could affect hechshir. Again, hechshir is, and it makes food that's taken from the ground to now be susceptible to tumor. Okay. Rabchia b'shem rabchinan chanina. Zaitim atay chava masrot. When do we, how can we know when zaitim reach the stage of masrot generally? Mishavakert samya kaita. Now, Tzamiya Kaita is another species of Zaytim that ripen very quickly. So when we see that that species is fully ripened, it's an indication that all the other types of Zaytim have reached Shlish Bishulam. Lord Bikir Tzamiya Kaita, if you don't have that species available in your area, Mishiav Kiru Benot Sheva. That's when the Benot Sheva, which is a, not another type, uh, it's, not a, it's not a Zayt at all, it's actually a fig, it's a very nice species of fig, that's when they start to mavkirot, uh, when they start uh, developing. Um, well, ripen, sorry. Um, let's continue. Lo bikru benot sheva, mishiuru murviot shnia sheva mukta. So in other words, if you don't have even these benot sheva, you're disposable see when they've ripened, it says mishiuru murviot shnia mukta. What's that mean? So Chaim says, is that mishiyavshu hatenim sheva mukta b'shnia. So, when the tainim and the muksa have dried out, muksa is the place where you just pla- pla- you place these things to dry. Kloma, what's that mean? When the almost your, your second wave of drying out figs, that's when you know the olives agriculturally have reached that stage of shlish. Okay, that's how it marks. Okay, we're going to be talking about fruit. What about vegetables? Next halach, halach gimel. So biyerek. When it comes to vegetables, hakishuim vadilim vav. It's important the way I've just read it then. But like, when it comes to kishuim, it says cucumbers. Diluim are uh, we said they're pumpkins. Avatichim are basically watermelon. Laugh of one of these, either muskmelon or sort of cucumber melon of sorts. Hatapuchim vatrogim. It comes to apples or etrogim. Chayivim gdolim uktanim. It seems to be that they are chayiv to separate trumas already from their very early stages of growth, right? Like vegetables, like we said in the mission. Uh, previously. However, Reb Shimon says, when it comes to he, Reb Shimon says, no, etrogim in the early stage, they're not chayev yet. Okay, uh, this is still the Mishnah. So this refers to two different types of shkedim. There's a bit of variety that's only really edible in its early stage. That's when they will eat it. So therefore, when that's considered edible, the other shkedim are normally eaten later in maturity. They're not considered oil achila, so they're not chayvim asrots. In other words, and but but late as it develops, the shkedim marim are no longer oil achila. So you see that when one's oil achila, the other, the regular species is not. So that's exactly what it's saying. Hachayv shkedim marim patul minamatukim, vachaymatukim ptorim marim. In other words, because when one's chayvim trumas masro, the one other one is not yet chayev, and when the that other one finally reaches a stage, the other ones are no longer oil achila. So there's that re- inverse relationship between the two different species of shkedim. Let's continue. Tamantanina. Halokeach yarak yarak besuria. So we've talked about Surya before. That's the area that David HaMelech conquered prior to the full kibbutz of Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, it doesn't have uh, Kedusha Ta'aretz, however, uh, Kedusha Eretz Yisrael proper. However, there are many dinim that they treated as having Kedusha Ta'aretz, Midrabanan. So if someone purchases a field of vegetables in Surya, and meaning from a goy, 
if it has not yet reached the onat masrot yet, meaning it hasn't reached the stage we've been discussing, let's just use a general rule, then we say it's chayev, because it reaches the chayev onat masrot in the possession of in Israel. That's why it's chayev trimasa masrot. However, if it already reached onat masrot in the rishut of a goy, then we say pato. Then what happens is he can loket kedarko, Meaning, Kolom Rachaim says pat. In other words, it's patur. Kolom patur adamin and hainu af al pisha hatosefet shegadal bereshut Israel. Despite the fact he he purchased it and it was still growing, because it passed the the onat masrot in the reshut of the goy, then it says then it's patur. But lokek kedark of inu choshesh in nortasef. We don't care if it grew more. Olo v'shamina mina. But what do we learn from here? When it comes to vegetables, diyesh onat masrot liyerek. That's a critical part of this of that Mishnah. We said on Mishnah, it's already. Con- what do we say? We said that it's um that the Yerak. We said that Chayim Dolim Ktanim. But we just brought a case when it came to uh, Surya. We said it depends when you purchase it, whether when you purchase it before Rich Manar Masar or not. Mashmama, there's a period in its early stage where it's not Chayim Trumas Masar yet. So there is an Onat Masar of Yerak. That seems to contradict our Mishnah that says Chayim Ktanim Dolim. The ready for its very beginning, it is considered a chayven from a samasro. Sadi miyash of the two mishnas. That's why it's v'chenata abachay v'chata mahachi. So cheski amar b'steshel kishim v'shedulim himanit. It says no. Vegetables, yes, they have it. They do have an on amasro. However, our mishnah is talking about the exception to that, which is kishim v'diluim. So I'm saying no. I feel the time b'steh yarek atzmo. No, you can see even say it's talking about vegetables in general. Od hu yesh lo gvul mishavosh losh pitulot. In other words, even though it's true. The Yarakot, according to the second way of understanding, Reb Zira says, can be chayven from a smasar already from the very, very beginning. But there's still a point that's before the beginning, meaning when it first, Mishyavi Shalosh Ptilo, when it starts growing these, uh, I'll read Ruchayim actually, he says, when it grows these first three leaves, um, he says, uh, here, these are Gilmo Alim, that's when the chayven. That's a Zuanot Masrot, the Biyarek. Vach Lobanot Masrot. Meaning, before it develops those first three leaves, and before like the buds start forming, I assume, then we say um, that would be what Mishnah. That's what that's what that Mishnah in uh, in um, no in uh, in uh, by uh, Surya is talking about. This is later on the Masechta. So, in other words, Onat Masalomarasrot. Granted, yes, it's Chayv Bekotnan, but that's talking about like pre-bud stage till or pre-leaf stage till uh, or post-leaf stage. That's the way to explain it. Okay, Rabbi Shimon's Potter. Now, what are we talking Potter? We said he is Potter in what case? The case of Etrogen. He says Etrogen Bekotnam seems to be, um, is, uh, is not considered Trumas, uh, not, not considered Trumas Amasra yet. So, Nohorai Bar Shinai, or Shinai says, Amar, Mishur Rabbi Shimon, he says, Tapuchim Ptanim Pturim or Tapuchim Dolim Chayvim. Now, that seems to be different than the way he brought Rabbi Shimon and Amishnah. Rabbi Shimon Mishnet seemed to seem like the Pashup Shatz seemed to be he was only cholek on etrogim, but not with tapuchim. But we see Rabbi Nehorai said in the name of Rabbi Shimon that he's cholek even by tapuchim. So we say tapuchay. However, tapuchay mila mila. That's mila mila. That's another type. That's a species of uh, tapuchim. Uh, those are banked golim banked even in the early stage of the chayiv. So vadam nitamahi. So what, what about our Mishnah? Manda maktanim, If you're trying to say that our Mishnah is talking about regular tapuchim, 
then Reb Zira's shita, explanation, name of Reb Shimon, seemed to be cholek on the way we understood Reb Shimon and Mishnah. However, Manda Amar Tibuchei Mile Mila, then we can say this Divrei Akol. If our Mishnah is just talking about Tibuchei Mila Mila, then, then, then Reb Zira is not cholek on our Mishnah because it could be Reb Shimon is only when he's when is he not cholek on Tapuchim by the special variety of Tapuchim. Right, but, but, but otherwise, but the other variety of tapuchim, regular tapuchim, he would be chok. Okay. Continue. Etrog habose. This is a very, now this is, this is going to lead us to Mesech um, Tosukah a little bit, spilling over into tomorrow's stuff, but I'll, I'll give us a head start. So etrog habose. This is a very unripe or small etrog. So, can use it on sukkah. So Rabbi Akiva says, ain't no pre, it's not even considered a fruit. Chachamim says, it's a pre. In other words, Rabbi Chaim says, it's not considered a pre, according to Rabbi Akiva. Ain't no kashel lulav. The pre etz hadar, tiv vabosa ain't no pre. Because for etrog, you have to use what's called a pre etz hadar. And this very early stage etrog is not considered a fruit. However, Chachamim says, it's ra'u'i lachila, and therefore it's considered a pre. So Rabbi Ila said, Rabbi Yasser said in the B'Shem Rabbi Lazar, it seems beautiful. We see Rabbi Shimon is holding like the shit of his Rav. So the assumption at this stage is we're aligning what's considered a pre for Lula, for, for the mitzvah of Atamanim with what's considered a pre for Trumas and Master. Just as Rabbi Akiva says, at the early stage, it's not considered a priest, and you can't use it for a, a for the mitzvah of Abataminim. So too, you say, Rabbi Shimon as well says here, that what? Rabbi Shimon Potter, as we said in our Mishnah, says when they're still young, there's not considered Chayvan Shumasamasa, it's not considered a priest. So the assumption is that Rabbi Shimon is like, his, like, his, like Rabbi Akiva, his Rav, and we can align Masrot and uh, the mitzvah of Abataminim together, but as we'll see in tomorrow's stuff, that will be tested. Okay? Those... Uh, that's enough today. Have a good one. Thanks so much. Sure.